0: Welcome to Angry Americans. Welcome to episode 40, the big 4-0. And welcome to 2020, the Big 2020. I'm your host, Paul Reichoff. Happy New Year! And hello from Miami, Florida. I just got back from talking to people on Miami Beach on New Year's Day, and you're gonna want to stick around for that. There's no place in America like Miami Beach, especially a New Year's Day, so shake off that hangover, people. A new year is here. Phil, do not go in the bathroom. Oh, just calm down, right. Phil. there is a tiger in the bathroom. What's going on? There's a jungle cat in the bathroom. Okay, okay, I'll check I'll, check. I'll check.
1: I'll check it out. Don't go
0: in. Don't go in. Be careful. Don't. do oh. See? See. holy See? fuck! He's not kidding. There's a tiger in there. No, there isn't. Yeah. Christmas, Hanukkah and Festivus are already long gone. And I hope you are able to return your shittiest gifts, your least thoughtful gifts. And I hope none of them was more shitty or less thoughtful than what Melania Trump got.
2: A lot of us here at Camp Eric John have been wondering, what did you get Mrs. Trump for Christmas this year? Oh, that's a tough question.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I really should say
0: a very beautiful card. You know, I'm working on a lot of things. I got her a beautiful card that actually I had a number of them picked and I picked the nicest one. Yeah. That pretty much sums up our 2019 in politics and news. A massive disappointment of weak sauce, shadiness, and thoughtlessness. But it's a new year. So wherever you are, whoever you're with, whatever your New Year's resolution, I hope your 2020 and this new decade is amazing because you deserve for it to be. We all deserve for it to be. Because for America, 2019 was a shit show. From Trump to Trump to Trump, and of course, Trump, 2019 was a year of chaos and turbulence in the world of news and politics. It was the year of president mayhem, a year where Trump disrupted, destroyed and dismantled so much of this great american experiment that we seek to explore in every episode of this show and it was a year where the mayhem extended far beyond america but almost always touched america even on new year's eve the night we all wanted to disconnect reflect and enjoy maybe you were here on the beach in florida Maybe you were sitting on the couch somewhere with your loved ones, watching Don Lemon get shit-faced on the annual dumpster fire that CNN's annual New Year's Eve coverage. Maybe you were partying up with Rudy Giuliani, Trump, and a merry gang of war criminals, felons, soon-to-be felons, and D-list celebrities. Or maybe you were a first responder who worked the toughest late shift of all. No matter who you are or where you were, you were probably hoping for just one night off from the mayhem. Just one night. Well, I'm sorry, folks. Even on New Year's Eve, there was mayhem. And even on New Year's Eve, there was righteous reason to be angry. And even on this first week of a new decade, if you're not angry, you're not paying attention. That's the sound of thousands of people overrunning the American embassy in Iraq on New Year's Eve day. And this is the sound of an American Apache attack helicopter firing off flares as a show of force in response. And this? This is the sound of a cell phone. That's a sound that over 400 American paratroopers and their families in the 82nd Airborne heard on New Year's Eve. They were hoping for a FaceTime from Grandma, or photos from their friends in other parts of the country and the world. Instead... They got word they'd be rapid deploying into Iraq, into a combat zone, one that many of them have served in many times before to defend the American embassy. And right after that, 4,000 more paratroopers and their families got the same call. No ball drop for the 82nd Airborne. Instead, they're readying a combat drop. No happy fireworks. Instead, they're locking and loading to engage and experience a very different kind of fireworks, Fireworks with Iranian proxy forces in a place we were supposed to be out of 17 years ago. It all began with a rocket attack on an Iraqi military base that killed an American contractor and wounded several Iraqi and American troops. The U.S. blamed an Iraqi militia with close ties to Iran, and the militia denied involvement, and thousands of protesters gathered outside the embassy. And American forces carried out airstrikes on five sites controlled by the militia in Syria and Iraq, killing a couple dozen people and wounding twice as many. Iran put the death toll at 31. Now, Americans said the strikes were retaliation for the death of the American contractors, and they were trying to establish a deterrent to the Iranian-backed militias. Now, Iraqis denounced the action as a violation of their own sovereignty. Then... Thousands of Iraqis, many of them militia fighters, marched on the U.S. embassy in Baghdad to protest the strikes, and many of them pushed their way through the outer wall. And this is a big deal, and a very bad sign for the Americans. The Iraqi authorities, who had been previously stopping demonstrators from getting near the compound, allowed the protesters to march in unimpeded. Over the last couple months, there have been lots of anti-government protesters, and it was Iraqi forces firing tear gas to break them up. But this week, the Iraqis left that to the Americans rather than confronting their own people. Swarms of them were outside the American embassy chanting death to America. They climbed a wall, they scaled a roof, and they started burning down buildings. Now after a second day of violent, intense protesters, it looks like the pro-Iranian demonstrators are dispersing. But it was a siege that had American diplomats trapped in our embassy, surrounded by adversaries, and a potentially explosive crisis for the Trump administration, for the region, and for the world. So it was chaos. It was violence. It was mayhem. 2019 went out with mayhem. And 2020 is coming in with more of the same. (laughs) I'm your 70-pound St. Bernard puppy, and my lack of impulse control is about to become your problem. No, come on. I saw you eating poop earlier. Hey! And right before all the New Year's Eve fun started in Iraq, Kim Jong-un over in North Korea promised his own holiday surprise, continuing to rattle his sabers of war some more and vowing to launch some more rockets that can reach American shores. So that's how we're starting 2020. And of course, there's an election the Russians will attack again in just 11 months. The Democratic and Republican conventions are about seven months away, and the Iowa caucus is just one month away. Thankfully, so is the Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder heavyweight boxing championship rematch. And as a true scheduling gift from the news gods, the NFL playoffs start this weekend, and they're looking to be as fun as hell and a good kind of mayhem. In 2020, there are going to be tough, painful hits to take, but there are also going to be soaring, hard-earned victories to be had. Like the victory this past summer to ensure our 9-11 first responders got the health care they deserve. We covered it at length and talked multiple times to FDNY hero Rob Serra. And then there was the Women's World Cup soccer team winning it all and winning over the world and showing what Americans can really look like at our best. And then there were the smaller wins, the ones that aren't always noticed. The lives saved from opioids. The children saved from poverty. The veterans saved from homelessness and the tenacity of activists that continue to define the American fighting spirit and move our country forward. You see it in the campaigns, you see it in nonprofits, and you see it in the legislative and policy victories big and small, including the legalization of marijuana in Illinois just this week, the 11th state so far to do it. Hey, smoke weed every day. So, maybe that's 2020 in a nutshell. A year of massive moments that we hope will turn out well, but also may not. A year of interruption by external mayhem. Much that can be controlled and avoided, but some that cannot. And there are silver linings to be found. There's hope to be seen. If we look hard enough, if we empower and support the right leaders, if we look for and support the helpers, and maybe most of all, if we stick together as Americans and stay vigilant. As Americans, not as Republicans, not as Democrats, but as engaged, vigilant, involved, and appropriately angry Americans. We won't let the bastards get us down. That'll get us through whatever 2020 throws at us. And help us power beyond it so that this time next year we can stand legitimately hopeful for our country and for our future. And hopefully we'll have a new president, but whether we do or we don't, our work, our focus, and our heart as independent Americans, as individual Americans will be needed more than ever. And I promise to keep bringing you content that matters and the content that brings the four eyes, information, integrity, inspiration, and impact. And you keep bringing the fire, bringing the energy, and sharing this pod and all the activities that it drives and spawns. And together, we can make 2020 a year of positivity and progress. And we'll keep it real, do things the right way, and have some fun. So next week, and all winter, we'll start 2020 off with a flurry of important issues you need to know about and engage on. Issues that have me angry, have others angry, and should have everyone angry. And we'll learn from an incredible slate of important, iconic, and inspiring Americans. We've got some really good ones coming and some very big surprises. So check back every Thursday in 2020 for that. Subscribe now and share and use the hashtag AngryAmericans. And if you missed any of our first 39 episodes, go back and binge them and share them. From Morning Joe's Willie Geist to the great Sarah Jessica Parker to firefighter hero Rob Sarah to activist JT Lewis to author and activist Wes Moore, to inventor Dean Kamen, to candidates like Tulsi Gabbard and Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Many of you are new to the pod, so go back and check out an amazing 2019 of shows, especially the early ones you may have missed. And you can see how, like America, we've evolved. We've improvised, adapted, and overcome. And like America, we remain in a constant state of beta, expanding the American conversation and pushing the boundaries of what a podcast and a new media platform can do. So, America, as 2020 begins... Yeah, keep your head up, America. We got a new year, a new focus, and a new chance to take back the narrative of what our country is all about and what it will become. As we explore the story of the Great American Experiment... We're not pedestrians, especially not now. We're the drivers of this car, a car that may have started out like some of the clunkers that were our first cars, but now has the potential to be a Tesla cyber truck Not a shitty SUV electric Mustang thing, no, or even better, a rocket ship, a rocket that can land on the moon and may take forever to get there, but can serve as the jumping off point for a trip all the way to Mars. Because in 2020, electric scooters and robocallers are still coming, and there still won't be enough public bathrooms. But we'll have the Space Force, and we'll have the inventions of Dean Kamen, the ideas of Wes Moore, the perspective of Samantha B, and the grit of Aaron Mankin. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, we oh. And we have the American people. The people. The weird, wonderful, interesting, rarely boring American people. And I spoke to a few of them this week in Miami, Florida, on Miami Beach, on the first day of a new decade. Now, in the past, we've taken this pod in the streets for climate protests, in the shadow of the Statue of Liberty, and inside a 4th of July celebration in rural Vermont. And in this episode, we're going beyond the streets. We're going to the beach That's right. So, if you didn't get a chance to get to the beach this winter yet, this is your opportunity. We're going to kick off 2020 Angry American style. So, here it is. Welcome to Angry Americans, episode 40. Welcome to 2020. Welcome to Miami. Uh Bienvenidos a Miami, Paul Rykoff live from Miami Beach, Florida. 2020 is here and Angry Americans is out on the streets. Now we are out on the beach. I am feet away from the Atlantic Ocean. You can hear it. You can hear the seagulls, you can hear the kids playing, you can hear the families, you can hear the cheesy club music. I am coming to you live from the legendary Miami Beach, just north of South Beach on 41st and Collins, a bit south of Mar-a-Lago. I can see parasailers. I see fishing boats, families enjoying their time from all over the world. And I'm going to ask them to talk to me a little bit about how they feel about 2019 and what they think about an exciting 2020 coming up. Angry Americans live from Miami Beach, Florida, kicking off a big 2020. Hello, sir. I mean, what's your name? Where you
2: from? Valter from Italy. Valter from Italy. From Italy. Where in Italy? Italy, south of Italy. No, where, I live where? in Milan, but Milan. I was born in Naples. Beautiful. Close to Naples. So. My
0: grandmother was from Naples. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Where? Naples, Naples. Naples. Yeah. Yeah. The but best moment in 2000. What was your What was your best moment from 2019?
2: My, my trip to Miami. No.
0: Your trip to Miami was a highlight of 2019. Yeah.
2: Great. And what are you looking forward to in 2020? to to, to, uh, to do a lot of money.
0: To make a lot of money? Yeah. Excellent. What do you think of the, the States? You've been to the States before? Yes. Yeah? Yes. And what do you think about Trump? Times. What do you think about Trump? <laughs> I don't speak about uh, <laughs> okay. politics. But, but, but you want to make money. So you're an, are you going to be in a movie? You're, you're a famous actor? If you know Trump... Uh, you, you, I, I don't know Trump. He, he, I me
2: I I can, meet, I can meet him and then uh, I can make money he's with in him. Mar-a-Lago, which is not
0: I far. Not far, a couple time. hours. <laughs> Are you going to be in any movies or TV that we can see?
2: No, I'm joking. I'm
0: kidding. You're not, a, you're not really an actor? No. Well, now you're acting, so now you're an actor. Congratulations. I can't begin an actor, now. You just started. This uh, was your big Hollywood, break. I uh, Hollywood saw. Yeah, this was your big break with me today. Congratulations, right? <laughs> so did you, if you had an invitation last night, you're four guys all from Italy, right? Yeah. If you had an invite to go to Trump's party at Mar-a-Lago, would you go? Of uh, course.
3: Yes.
2: I would go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so if you went to the party at Mar-a-Lago, yeah. and you would most like to see who?
2: So probably the wife and all the nice girls that he has around. <laughs> the sister. So Melania. No, sorry, the yeah, the daughter, the daughter. Ivanka. Yeah.
0: So what do you think the Italian people think of, of Ivanka? Well, she's hot. She's hot. <laughs> you guys are definitely Italian, yeah? <laughs> yeah? And What about Italian? What do you think, what do you think Americans should know about what's going on in Italy? What's the most important thing
2: happening in Italy? Uh, just mean, there are a lot of stereotypes, I guess. Um, it's not as weight and dangerous as you can think. Mm. Like, the economy is growing a lot. Yeah. There, there isn't a bit of instability, but there are a lot of... Uh, we are the second manufacturer in the Europe. We are really strong under the tourism and under the future. In terms of uh, real estate, we are growing a lot. So... I think also international investment investors are coming to uh, to Italy we are like worldwide famous for uh, fashion we, we wait only Trump
0: yeah so so who is who do you think is uh, better yeah. Berlusconi? Or Trump? I think they're alike. Think they're very alike, right? I think they are brother from another mother. Yeah. So Berlusconi and Trump, brother from another mother. So who's worse, Berlusconi or Trump? What's the worst thing? Who embarrasses their country more, oh, I don't Berlusconi, know. Or I don't know. Berlusconi or Trump? Trump. Because Trump. Trump knows how to use Twitter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Berlusconi didn't start any wars. Right. Just busy right? doing something else.
0: That's yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys came to talk to me. Thank you, Check us out. On, we're legit. Ivanka is not coming on, but we had Mayor Pete Buttigieg was on. We've had some other presidential candidates come on the show. Maybe when you guys come to New York, after you're famous, you come with your Oscar. What do you think? No, it's okay. You no, know, it's okay? You no, know, my might be worse because he's 89 and still going. 80. So the debate here is 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 to to, to go into 2020. Who is worse? I'm going to ask each of you: Berlusconi or Trump? You get one vote. Who who is worse, Trump. Berlusconi? Trump. Or... Trump. We have to wait for the microphone. I have one microphone. Trump. 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 Trump.
2: Did they win, did they win something?
0: No? Did you win something? Yes, mm-hmm. you win fame and fortune. <laughs> Well, apparently you're not famous, so this might be your most famous moment. <laughs> What's your name, and where are you from?
1: Karen Duffy in New York City.
0: And what is something that makes you angry?
1: Mm, there's a lot of things that make me angry. When people, for no reason, bump you on the street and don't say, excuse me, that makes me angry. Um, when I see somebody not paying attention to a child, it makes me angry. When I hear our president speak.
0: Those are good. Those are good. What was your highlight of 2019? Your best moment of 2019?
1: Wow, there were quite a few. Let's see. The best, best moment of 2019 was closing it out. On the beach with my family and my best friends.
0: Ah, oh, that's wonderful. And what are you most looking forward to in 2020?
1: 2020 is going to be a pivotal year. I'm most looking forward to moving past the hurdles of 2019.
0: <laughs> well said. Thank you for joining us on Angry American, Karen. Thank you for
1: having me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
0: There you go, man. Happy New Year, sir. So, we ask everybody what makes you angry. So, tell me what's your name, where you're from, and what's something that makes you angry? My name is John Luckett. I'm from Washington, D.C., Maryland area. I'm the owner of JDL Power Cleaning.
3: And what makes me angry is that everybody's paying attention to what's not important. So, and what's not important is what you see on TV, it's the things that's going on behind the scene. Errol talking about uh, we're going into this date, this great. Uh, Depression, it's been a depression. It never stopped being a depression. So uh, I don't know what they're preparing the people for, but if you don't know it's a depression already, whatever's coming, you ain't gonna be
0: prepared for that either. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. What, What was the highlight for you, sir, of 2019, for you personally? Oh, man, let me see. What was your best moment of 2019? My best moment was that
3: I've been working so hard, I fell asleep behind the wheel and crashed into a tree and was able to walk away with minor injuries and end up having the best business year since I've been in business. So that has that, been the highlight for me.
0: Wow, that's incredible, that's incredible. And what, what are you looking forward to most in 2020? Uh, buying property. Um, I plan
3: on buying as pro- much property as I can. Uh, more travel, uh, I wanna get out of the United States. Uh, me and my fiance allegedly <laughs> are supposed to be going to Ghana Excellent. Uh, yeah, so I want to try to get out of the United States, buy as much property as I can, and and really go after the American dream before some foreigners come from somewhere else and swallow it all up.
0: Excellent. Excellent. What are you listening to? You because now you got a soundtrack here, so you got to share with the people. What are we? What are we listening to here? It's a little reggae. This is reggae radio. Uh,
3: uh, I'm listening to. I'm streaming it from uh, TuneIn. And uh, just you know, walking
0: down the beach, getting the good vibes. Yeah, you you look like a, like you're in a commercial <laughs> for Miami right now. Now let's talk about my sneaker. Yes, yeah, so I want to hear about this. Okay, we cannot leave okay. now without talking to you, sir, about your sneaker. Now tell the people about about this innovative this innovative sneaker that you have
3: created. Okay, so the innovative sneaker I created, it's a black and white sneaker. You can find it on aliveshoes.com. Uh, exclusive sneaker made by John Luckett called Fuck Trump, and you can also Google it at f ashcris ash. F T R Ashcris Ashcris P P.
0: Fuck Trump Yeah So Yeah And Do You Have Any Celebrity Endorsers Sorry Um, I Do You Want A Celebrity Endorser For A New Shoe Company No no? No? Okay He's Got An Amazing Shoe Company It's Happening Thank You Thank You you. Yeah So We Uh We We Do That Almost Went Well That Almost Who Is She I Don't Know She's Beautiful. (laughs) And she looks like a movie star, and that was almost a great moment. She thought about it for a second. She looked at you, and she looked at your sneakers, and, and, and you got... And said, oh, hell. You have, you have flip-flops on right now, and you just <laughs> yeah. came off the beach." All right. Thank you, sir, and we appreciate you. No question. I'm going to check you and out. I wish you a happy New Year. Yeah. What's your name? Where are you from?
1: Laura, and I'm from New York City.
0: And Laura, what makes you angry?
1: What makes me angry are people who are incompetent.
0: And you had an opinion about one person in particular.
1: Well, Nancy Pelosi came to mind initially, but...
0: (laughs) Why? Why does Nancy Pelosi make you angry?
1: (laughs) Because this entire impeachment thing is just, it's all political posturing. It's wasting time. We should be passing legislation on a lot of things. And let's face it, we all know the Senate's not going to impeach him because it's a Senate majority, blah, blah, blah. So it's a big circle jerk of taxpayer dollars going to waste and enough already. Move on.
0: So, what was your favorite moment of
1: 2019? Ooh, favorite moment. Ooh, that had to be a kiss on the top of the Empire State Building. A first kiss.
0: That's amazing. First kiss, new man. First kiss, new man, top of the Empire State Building. Yep. And what are you most looking forward to in 2020?
1: Um, More kisses with him.
0: That's a great way to start the year. Uh Well, happy new year. Thank you for talking to
1: me. Absolutely.
0: You can find us online everywhere. American, I Everybody's happy today. There's good reason to be happy. That's why we're talking to him. Happy New Year. Bye. Can I ask you your name and where you're from?
2: Leah Seggy from Hollywood, Florida, down on Miami Beach for New Year's. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. What was
0: your best moment of 2019?
2: My bachelor son, nine days away from being 40 years old, got married.
0: Congratulations. That was awesome. That is- and what are you most looking forward to in 2020?
2: On January 14th, that same son and his wife are expecting my first grandson.
0: Congratulations. Very busy couple months.
2: Yes. Well, nine months to be exact.
0: Congratulations. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Tell me what you think about the title Angry Americans.
2: I think that Angry Americans indicates that the reason why we have to be angry is so that we take our anger and use it to mobilize for action.
0: God bless you. Right? There you go. You just got like a hell yeah from the the audience.
2: That's right. Because to be angry and to stay angry is corrosive. It's stressful. It's bad for your health. I'm a psychotherapist, so I know that to be angry is really not good. But if you are angry and you're aware of why you're angry and you think of what action can I take so that... I can change the conditions that make me so angry, then you're on your way to happiness.
0: I think you're going to like my podcast.
2: <laughs> oh, good. I'm going to check it
0: out. <laughs> we, 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 we channel the righteous anger into positive impact Excellent. every single week. Yep. Okay, thank, you. thank you for joining us. Happy New Year. Sir, what's your name and where are you from?
1: Uh, Ryder and I'm from New York.
0: And what was your best moment of 2019?
1: Uh, Playing with Coco.
0: And what are you most looking forward to in 2020?
1: Um, going back to New York. Oh,
0: why are you looking forward to going back to New York?
1: To, so I can play with my other toys in my house.
0: Oh, and where are you going now?
1: To Aunt Karen's pool.
0: Oh, what are you going to do in the pool? Swim. Excellent.
1: Play. Toys. And, play with, and who's going to go with you? And Karen and Mommy. Oh And don't forget River of course.
0: Can you say Happy New Year, everybody? Happy New Year Party in the, city where the heat is on, all night on the beach and the Welcome to my beneath, oh, I, I. oh yeah. There's only one Miami. A true national treasure. In all its diversity, its glory, its beauty, its weirdness, that's Miami. And it's also in a pivotal 2020 election state and the home of the Super Bowl next month. So we might be back soon. And I'll be back next week with a new episode. Until then, remember, it's okay to be angry, even to start a new year or to start a new decade. Because we're all a little angry. And that's because we're paying attention. And together, we can turn that vigilant anger into positive impact, especially in 2020 and beyond. Because there's plenty of reason to be angry. But there's also reason to be optimistic. So keep your head up, American.
3: I'm
0: your host, Paul Reichoff. Stay vigilant, America. We got a big 2020 coming up. Happy New Year. Adiós.